0: There are great ideas undiscovered, breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers. There are places to go beyond belief. The Interplanetary Podcast: The exploration of space for the benefit of all humankind. Your
1: hosts here in England, Matthew Russell and Chris Carney. Do
0: do do. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Oh, oh yeah, baby, yeah. baby moon. That? Who is who is it? I mean, it's a bit uh, of a mystery, isn't it? Can I can I uh, take a stab? Go on then. It's yes. Uh,
1: Bear in mind, today's episode is about moon missions. Have a go. Yeah. At, have a go uh, at who you think that quotes from. Uh,
0: is it? I don't want to go too obvious, uh-huh. so but I'm gonna do it. Is, it. is it Neil Armstrong? <laughs> damn! You've got it in one. Yes, amazing! You know what? Before you said about the moon thing, I was like, I was thinking it could be Sagan. It's a very Sagan quote, but Mm. um, but yeah, Armstrong, what a guy, dude! Oh yeah, baby, Armstrong, Armstrong,
1: both strong in arm and in everything else, strong in balls, strong in
0: balls, definitely.
1: (laughs) This is the first podcast that you first podcast of the year you've been on, Chris. Welcome Happy back. Happy
0: New Year, everyone. Aww. The first podcast of a new millennium.
1: The f- new millennium.
0: Um, <laughs> no, sorry. Just a new yeah. year.
1: Just a new year. It's not even a new century. I remember the good old no, days when you woke up and it was a whole new millennium, whole new century, whole new decade. Those days have long
0: and, gone. And Y2K had actually wiped out the entire human <laughs> race and we now live in a simulation. simulation yeah.
1: That's hence the Matrix. Mm. Weirdly, yeah, I, I went to see like it. I went to see Matrix <laughs> in, at the cinema the other day, the new one. I'm not going to go Any into good? it. Do you know what? It was better than I thought it was going to be. The first half an hour yeah. I, was absolutely excellent, actually. Uh, but I won't go okay. I I won't I won't dive out. It's not a space film. It's good though. It's, yeah, it's good it's fun. not a space
0: film. Neither is Spider-Man, although Spider-Man has actually been to space in the most recent iterations of it. So, you know, maybe I can slot that in as that the the new Spider-Man's very good as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh mm. Dune,
1: but Dune has been excellent. And that is about space. Uh,
0: you know. Yeah. And, I've not seen it. I've not been to see that oh, yet. Oh,
1: the expanse, this season of the expanse. Ooh, oh, okay. But I'm gonna wait for Julio to come on to talk about the expanse because I know he's a massive fan, but probably should okay. now that it's finished. Um uh I thought we'd talk about the moon today, Chris.
0: Oh, you know what? It's a great time to do it because it is big and beautiful in the sky tonight. It absolutely certainly is, yeah. an amazing sky tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely enormous in the Guilford sky, just hanging there. Yeah. Pretty full. Yeah. Pretty full indeed. Yeah. Um, But of course, your astrophotographers don't like the moon because it bleaches out the contrast of the night sky. So it's not good for yes. everyone.
0: It's not good for everyone. Not good for everyone, no. But, uh, you know, uh, my, a couple of my friends have gone off to... Uh, uh, gone off to the to the coast to see if they can do a bit of Aurora Borealis spotting tonight, because apparently there's a chance. that never happens, does it? But no. apparently there's a chance they could see it. So, you know, if you think there's a chance, you got to go and try, haven't you?
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. So anyway, I, I thought I'd talk about lunar missions, because not just that the fact yeah. that the moon looks very pretty tonight, it's because I noticed there's an awful lot of lunar missions potentially happening this year. And we haven't, okay. we haven't been for a couple of years, and it's actually quite surprising, for example, how few times the European Space Agency's been, for example. Yeah. <laughs> when when the space race first started, back in the 50s and 60s, well, yeah. 60s mainly, in the 60s, they were chucking things at the moon, like, nonstop. Uh, yeah. Uh, and with a few successes as well, you know. But... Um, They actually, I mean, okay, what year do you think the very first man-made object hit the surface of the moon?
0: Hit the surface. Okay, I'm going to go with... Hit the surface of the moon.
1: 1965. 1965, you're way off. Am I? What? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Russians hit the moon in 1959 on the 12th of September. Oh, my God.
0: Goodness, it's always them, isn't it though? It's always those Russians. Oh well, what
1: well, yeah, well, actually, other than the other than manned landings, Russia kicks ass. It yeah. really does back yeah. in the back in the day, the Soviet Union, I should say, not, not just Russia. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Lunar Lunar 2 impacted on the 12th of September 1959. And yeah. But we haven't seen many uh um, Lunar missions. There was none, for example, in the eighties.
0: Right, you just didn't bother.
1: Yeah, like that. There was, (laughs) there was one in the last one was nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, which was a NASA mission, and that was more like a sort of flyby of a on 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 route to a comet. Yeah, by ISEE three, the Ice Explorer fifty nine, and that and that only went around the moon just for a bit of you know. Orbital oh, mechanics. A laugh. For a bit of a flop. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, for a bit of a laugh. But <laughs> the, uh, and then there wasn't another mission to the moon until the Japanese went off and had a, a again, did a bit of a flyby, but yeah. ended up in a, in an orbit around the moon Uh, back in 24th of January 1990. So for the whole of the 80s, there was no missions to the moon.
0: That The, the, whole, the whole decade, the moon was like, I used to have visitors, you and know, then it
1: had none.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, ten years without any visitors. If, if the moon was personified, it would be quite a lonely thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the sixties, honestly, that the amount of missions to the moon is just totally ridiculous. Yeah, Pioneer Four, I should, I should say, actually, in the same year as Luna Two hitting the surface of the moon, actually did go sort of near the moon. It was the first US spacecraft to leave Earth orbit, but it, it kind of went much further away from the moon than than it wanted to. So it was a bit of a partial failure, as oh, they say. Okay, yeah, yeah. But Luna 2, fully successful, hits the moon 1959. Boom. Then, then uh, Luna 3 did a flyby in the same year. So only a month later, well, less than a month later, yeah. Then the Americans managed to hit the moon in 1964. So that was quite close to what you said, 1965. Yeah, I was Maybe only thinking
0: that, of America. I wasn't. I forgot about Russia.
1: Yeah, I forgot about Russia being like five or six years ahead of of the of the Americans.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. It's inc- just uh, mad, uh, isn't it? Like and then All of a that, sudden, they just sort of were like, America just raced ahead. It's just incredible.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, they, they kind of did, but only in the in the sense of human missions, yeah so so, for example, there's America catching up with their Ranger missions, which are a bit like the lunar missions, but the American version of the lunar missions, yeah, um but the uh what was the first spacecraft to orbit the moon,
0: like, okay, to so do a full orbit of the moon. What, yeah, what, was first, it, what was it called or what year what, what are we looking for
1: well what was it called and what year do you think it oh, happened oh, okay. and, and what nation sent it
0: okay um was it uh Luna 10 russia <laughs>
1: 1966 oh, oh, oh well done Luna 10
0: 1966 yes. <laughs> amazing <laughs> that, checks that notes, is genius checks notes.
1: yes fantastic uh, uh right uh, but before that, we had the first successful landing on the moon. Yeah, now, considering what an achievement that is—the first, the first human-built thing to yeah. soft land on the moon, totally successfully, back in 1966—you'd be, you'd think it would be more famous than just Luna Nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just—it it, just—it seems like that—that that should be. There is something, and I mentioned this last week. Actually, there is something about the way that we talk about space. It's very American centric. Yeah. And I feel yeah. as though I, I think we live slightly nearer to Russia. I guess. Uh, yeah. And so, so maybe we should, maybe we should big them up. Although I'm not a fan of the uh soviet system
0: no i'm not a fan of the current (laughs) administration and i'm certainly not a fan (laughs) of the current administration
1: (laughs) but let's not get too let's not get too political and of course Ragozin is a complete and utter nut job Mm. as previously discussed on on the podcast but you know in some ways he's quite funny he's such a nut job but Mm. but Boris Johnson used to be funny too when he was on. Have I got news for you? But that's beside the point. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to get let you run with that one,
0: Chris. Okay, I was on my way. With, I was on my way there, but yeah. Okay. Right. Let, uh, Let's rein it in. Back to the you moon.
1: Reign it in. Reign it. Uh, rain it in. So yeah. So the first American, the first spacecraft to orbit the moon, and the first spacecraft to land on the moon, were in quick succession in 1966. Both. Yeah. Rush. Both Russian. So the americans then man, managed to land in may not long after
0: yeah pretty Gutted, close huh? pretty close but yeah they were like just just that tailing was, them yeah
1: yeah so that that's much closer than the orbiting thing so uh yeah the, and then after that you get basically lots of um lots of luna 12 luna orbiter 2 luna 13 you know all these missions keep going up and up and up and up and there's absolutely loads of them yeah. in the 60s it's it's like america yeah. yeah it's like america and russia became obsessed with going to the moon like yeah. obsessed with it right and of course the really 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 big one after that well you you know what it is don't you you well, know what it is? are really, really, the
0: apollos Is that what you mean? That's that is really, really big because it's the Saturn V. Yes. Yeah. So Apollo 8,
1: 1968. I mean, that it doesn't get much bigger than that, does it? No, still hasn't. (laughs) Yeah. And and the fact that they did it so that the dangerous engine burn happened on Christmas Day always. Mm. It's quite surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that could have gone very, it's very good. wrong. Blimey. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose it's a bit like the James Webb Telescope being on Christmas Day. It's like, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that was mad, wasn't it? I mean, it was just perfect I, because it was the best Christmas present ever.
1: <laughs> God, that, and, and that's going really well, the James Webb Telescope. It seems yeah. to be fully fully deployed and yeah. now it just has to do a couple of things and when i say a couple of things it still has to do like an engine burn to get into l2 so yeah that's 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 a little bit stressful definitely it's like it's imagine imagine if it goes through all those things and and everything's perfect and then <laughs> the engine just burns incorrectly and just goes whizzing past where it's supposed to be no, no! <laughs>
0: Don't <laughs> oh, please, please don't uh, do that.
1: I and then can't the next wait was- to
0: start seeing the results. You know what I mean. But anyway, yeah, let's go back to the moon. Back, to back the to the moon.
1: moon. Apollo 10, of course. That was um, 1969. Also, yeah. And the great, the great thing about Apollo 10 is that the capsule is in the London Science Museum and mm. is the fast, fastest crewed vehicle of all time.
0: Yes, I've seen. It. I've seen it quite recently, actually, in the in the museum. Beautiful thing.
1: I know. And then of course, what's the date of the first moon landing <laughs> with um, crew on board? Just
0: hold on a minute. I think that would be uh 16th of July 19. 19- no, nope, uh 20th of July 1969. It took off on a 16th. <laughs> ah
1: yes, it landed on the 20th of July 1969. Good nice spot. Yes. Well saved.
0: Yeah, good save, that wasn't it? Definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good save. And then it just goes on and on and on, and there's lots of missions to the moon. In the 70s, you get a few moon missions, including, obviously, up until 1972, a few of the Apollo uh, human landings. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, it start, I guess it starts to get a little bit boring uh, because you've just got, really, up until this point, you've just got America and Russia just battling it out to see you can send those sort of things to the moon. And then they yeah. just give up in 1978. And like I said, it only restarts... With the Japanese going. Yeah. With the with the Heiten mission and the Hagoromo mission.
0: Yeah. That's 12, 12 years. 12, 12 yeah. years, yeah. With that between twelve missions.
1: years of of, of of nothing. Yeah. And then of course you and then really the only lunar missions after that really are using the moon as, as a flyby object and to get things to Lagrangian points. Yeah. Like Geotail, wind. Mm. uh hgs uh but then um there is lunar prospector that was 98
0: yeah
1: uh which is you know a fairly decent a fairly decent moon mission yeah um w map which is one of the most important science instruments of all time like mapping the uh you know microwave background yeah. That did a flight. That did a flyby on its way to L two, which of course is where the James Webb Telescope is sitting. Hmm. Uh, so that that one there, and then no, two thousand and three is really the first mission by ESA like the f- one and only mission I can find by the European Space Agency to the moon. Basically, <laughs> the Europeans, the Europeans just simply not interested by the moon, which Top is not even it. remotely, no. No. not no. even remotely interested by it. No. no. Unbelievable. They're just Absolutely got set on more important
0: things, you know what I mean? They're just, <laughs> you know, they go. you know yeah. what I mean? They're going to go off to Mars, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, yeah just go, moon, yeah. yeah. old business, old news, old I, news.
1: I literally, they just literally can't be bothered to go. No. So that was a that was a mission called SMART, which was a Swedish mission. Yeah, I know. I know you don't particularly like
0: the Swedes. <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I love the Swedes. <laughs> I love the Swedes. Yeah. That, that, that's, as uh, Kyle always says about Swedish, but she's she's Swedish, but she's nice. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that, of course, like the James Webb Telescope, flew on an Ariane five. Oh, we love Ariane. And and yes, that was crashed into the moon at the end of its little journey. At the oh. end of its mi- at the end of its mission. Yeah, and it was oh. manufactured by the Swedish Space Corporation. Small missions for advanced research in technology. That's what SMART stands for.
0: Mm, that's a very I mm. love a good uh, acronym.
1: There's nothing better than a good acronym. Oh, no. uh, and then uh, then of course Stereo, which is um, a NASA mission that that looks at the sun in stereo there's two of them yeah um that that used a gravity assist then you have artemis now this is really a bit annoying that um that nasa called another mission artemis
0: <laughs> why did they that? there's so many names that you could choose
1: yeah but they but they but they called the new artemis artemis and this one artemis oh. which is the two themis spacecraft uh that orbited the moon for a bit yeah then Japanese sent Selene, which of course is uh is another word. Yeah, which is another word for the moon. Or yeah. ka- kaguya, as I think the Japanese call it, and that deployed the Okina ununa satellites. Oh. Uh which uh, impacted the moon at the end of the mission. Yeah. An Una is is remains in some weird orbit. A Selenocentric orbit, no doubt. Uh then Shangi One uh, went into orbit around the Moon.
0: China has entered the game.
1: Two thousand and seven.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean that's the first entrance of China. Two thousand and seven. It mm. just goes to show how far they've come yeah. since then. And yeah, then, it's pretty amazing. thousand and eight. Beyond all kind of reason, the Indians managed to get Chandrayaan One there well in that i mean that is absolutely amazing and the great thing about Chandrayaan one is it's one of the most important satellites ever because it's the one that really nailed the fact that there's water ice on the moon yep really nailed the fact that it's worth going back so since then there's probably been quite a lot more sort of activity of oh perhaps we should go back to the moon yeah. So of course you've got the Chinese now going quite a lot with Changi Two, you've got Changi Three, and of course Changi Five.
0: Yes. Which
1: T One, which did a which is a sort of flyby mission, um, which was a sort of demonstration uh, demonstration module, and then Luxembourg.
0: Luxembourg has entered the game. Lux-
1: Luxembourg <laughs> has entered the game. Entered with the Manfred Memorial Moon Mission. <laughs> Lux which Lux space and that that was attached to Changi Five T One, mm. and then possibly one of my favouritest ever. Uh, well, actually, Tess, which which went up in two thousand and eighteen. You know, so we're we're now into the realm of of podcast territory when we're talking about these yeah. missions. Tess, yeah. TESS obviously did a flyby a little gravity assess using the moon uh then you had the little those little cubesats mm. that went off with changi 4 um to actually look at changi 4 when it landed on the far side of the moon yeah so they're sort of out at a lagrange point the L2 lagrange point again where where um James Webb is going. Let's hope that they don't crash into
0: it. Oh, please, not- just save James Webb. <laughs> could we just not damage James Webb, please? It's stressing me out. So those, t- <laughs> so those two little
1: uh, satellites went out so that Changi 4 could communicate back with, with Earth. That's really clever. And then, of course, we followed my favourite mission of 2019, which didn't actually work, and that was the Israel Bereshit. Uh, oh, lander that, it that, failed uh, that crashed into the lunar surface. Then Chandrian 2, uh, which was got into orbit, but the lander crashed at the very, very last minute due to a software oh, no! glitch Now we'll go back to Chandrian in a minute, but Chang E5 was an incredible mission at the end of 2020, wonderful if you remember. Yeah, where they quickly went to the moon grabbed a few lunar samples and then came back just after the new year which was they're incredible in back. yeah they're just they're like get yeah, bish just do pump, it.
0: get it done. get it done. get it done. yeah absolutely brilliant
1: so i mean that that is a huge dem- considering you know changi one was 2007 and by 2020 they were bringing moon rocks back that's yeah. that's awesome isn't it
0: yeah incredible what a what a journey
1: well it's just it's just insane yeah so uh, but so why are we talking about it I, I guess we should really get to the meat and meat sandwich el- element of this. We're get, we getting to the we're getting to the meaty bit now. Yeah. Cuz now we're going to talk about the missions that are coming up. Mhm. Which are which are which is well I guess one of the biggest of the year. It will certainly be the most impressive launch of the year. If it's going to happen now, it's it's supposed to be in March, but there's absolutely no way it's going to happen in March. Artemis one, yeah. Of course, we know it's not Artemis one. We know it's Artemis two, really, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it was already it already was an Artemis that went to the moon. But anyway, so yes, <laughs> NASA and ESA are Ooh. involved with this, of course, because like uh, ESA, ESA supplied part of the uh, the orion space capsule that's going to go around the moon uh, yes. it's, it's an uncrewed test so we're not going to see pilots going inside the orion space capsule but nevertheless it's going to be super exciting definitely and it's gonna, definitely it's going to take it's going to take 10 cubesats at the same time but yeah artemis 1 being flown on the most powerful rocket probably ever Right, and uh, it'll be absolutely ludicrous. I really want to buy a ticket to go and see that launch because it's yep. it's it's going to be absolutely crazy. However, that's that's not it. That's not the only thing that's going because well, in March th- there's quite a few there's quite a few missions going to the moon this year. It's 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 the sixties all over again. It I seems tell like
0: you. it, yeah. And it's been fifty years since we walked on the moon, so you know what I mean.
1: So it's all building up again. So I feel as though this really does feel like there's a sort of bit of momentum building to get a human on the moon. Yeah. Which will be fun, won't it? Let's face it. Oh my
0: God, yeah. I want to see that in my lifetime, definitely. That'd just be wonderful.
1: A human walking on the moon when I'm sort of conscious enough to actually, you know, appreciate it rather than being just under one (laughs) the last time it happened. So... (laughs) There's a, a mission called Capstone, mm-hmm. which is going to fly on Rocket Lab's Electron. Now, it was gonna, yeah, it was gonna fly from Wallops Island, but it's gonna go from New Zealand. New Zealand enters the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so uh, that is going to be this this autonomous positioning system technology operations and navigation experiment
0: capstone oh, capstone that, oh they don't come up with a cracker there have not they Absolutely. they really have <laughs> that's
1: one of the best that's one of the best acronyms i've ever seen <laughs> it's incredible capstone uh, 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 capstone it's a 12 unit cubesat so sort of 12 of those little boxes all stuck together yeah. in size and it's going to what it's going to do is it's going to test a navigation system that that keeps a track of its position And it doesn't rely on the deep space network of ground stations. It relies on its relative position to NASA's LRO, the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter. So it's going to just keep looking at the LRO and going, oh, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. (laughs) So it's going to navigate using its relative distance from another satellite. Wow. Yeah, so that was a $13.7 million spacecraft and that's going up on a rocket labs electron nice and that's that's possibly in March that should that should be really really cool it's only an orbiter so it's not gonna it's not gonna land but there are going to be some things that land
0: oh yes this
1: this year so we've got um, in in apparently the first quarter of the year flying up on a Falcon 9 of course yep it, you you have a thing called Nova C, which okay. is which was selected back in 2019 as part, part of NASA's CLIPS, Commercial Lunar Payload Services. Yeah. Lunar clips.
0: Lunar clips.
1: <laughs> as lunar clips as one uh, and it's one of the first of three landers that's going to go on that program. Yeah. So, yeah, Intuitive Machines is the name of the company, and they got given $77 million for building and launching Nova C. Hmm. And Nova C is this little lander, and it will carry five NASA-sponsored instruments, and it will carry other payloads from other customers. So there will be an Eagle cam, one or two space bit rovers oh they sound good and it will carry a thing called doge one which is i believe something to do with uh doge coin
0: i've got two pounds fifty worth of doge coins
1: doge one is a geometric energy corporation cubesat still good uh uh, but it's carrying quite you know quite a few little different instruments like the stereo cameras for lunar plume surface studies so a whole bunch of science instruments are going up on that particular mission. So oh, that's very efficient. Ri- that's very, very cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. So that's IM-1, that's called. So that is Intuitive Machines number one, the Nova C. Yeah. And then R- Russia, apparently, are carrying on their lunar missions, and they will have Luna 25, which is going to be an, uh, a lunar lander. Oh, Mm, and that's going to land in the South Pole at the Boguslavsky crater. Yeah, another one. It keeps changing its name, and this thing's been going on for a long time. So don't be at all surprised if that one doesn't happen. No. But it'd be cool if it does. So I'm rooting for you, Russia. Roscosmos. See if you can do it.
0: Roscosmos. Roscosmos.
1: We've got another player entering the game. Do you want to do it?
0: South Korea has entered the game.
1: And that is Carrie. Or the Korean Pathfinder Lunar Orbiter. Nice. The KPLO. Kaplow. Kplo, And that is a, yes, yeah, so that's an orbiter. And that's going to be surveying the lunar resources for things like water, ice, uranium, helium-3, excitingly, silicon mm. and aluminium. And it will also try and produce some form of topographic map. But that's part of a sort of much broader South Korean goal. I think the South Koreans realise that they're this huge economy on Earth, well, you know, in the top sort of five or six economies on Earth, but they're one of the few that don't have like a, a big space thing going on. Sure. So, yeah, they want to increase both the national brand value and national pride nice. using this as a specifically, you know, technical innovation and and sort of developing these crucial technologies for lunar exploration. So I think that's really cool. So we we have seen South Korea enter the game.
0: Yeah. Well they should already be very proud, proud of themselves. K-pop is amazing, you know,
1: but you know Yeah well 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 they're obviously funding this from K pop.
0: Yeah pretty pretty much <laughs> from the literally from the Song Gangnam style. Like like <laughs> billions and billions of pounds on that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I have to say, George has become obsessed with Korean ever yeah. since watching Squid Game. He's effectively learnt the language and he's and he knows how to read the highly brilliant um written system that the Koreans use, which is one you know, it's actually it's one of mankind's greatest achievements, the Korean written system. Just yeah. so you know. Right. I'm not know even that. joking. Yeah, no, it's 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 one of the very few that really kind of is designed from the top down, rather than sort of just appearing as a mess. Yeah,
0: which is <laughs> like most every, languages like everyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, whereas their written system is actually really, really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so we've all been eating bibimbap and stuff like that recently because oh, nice. has become obsessed obsessed with Korea. Mm. So he'll be happier. He'll I love be happy Korean about that.
0: Uh,
1: oh mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. Li- I do like Korean food. I've been getting a bit obsessed with it myself. Mm. Uh, then. uh, India are going to have another stab at it with Chandrayaan 3. So this Go is basically a repeat of Chandrayaan 2, um, but hopefully successful without the, the glitch at the end. But they're not going to put an orbiter up with it this time. So it's literally just going to be a lander being blasted out to the moon and see if they can actually do it this time. It's yeah. actually been redes- redesigned. It's got less, less um, rocket engines on it. Yeah. less things to go wrong but they're going to try and land it and and get a little bit of national pride back yeah. after the disappointment of a few years ago.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I got to believe in them. Go go for it India. You guys can do it.
1: Japan have a have a company called iSpace and this was part of the Lunar X prize and the fact the Lunar X prize comes up quite a bit uh, with some of these. These were all things that were being built for Lunar X-Prize and now have kind of made their way into this Artemis Clips realm. This is Japan trying to get uh, this Hakutu-R Mission 1, which is a lunar lander. It's not a rover, but they but this same company did build a rover, which yeah. might go up on one of these other missions. But uh, this Hakutu-R Mission it. May actually take the um the United Arab Emirates has enters entered the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the, from uh has so they've partnered with the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center yeah. and might lo- and might uh actually do their Rashid uh mission one uh which is um at Lacus Somniorum. Hmm. So they might take their little um, rover up with them with that, which is pretty cool, isn't it? Definitely the, the the Rashid lunar rover. So that will that may go along with it. Now here's a big one in the final part of the year. Yeah, we should see another uh, Intuitive Machines IM2 mission. So that will be one that takes a lunar lander, another Nova C, to go and start drilling for ice the prime one ice drill wow 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 so that is pretty cool and i believe that comes from that comes from canada so the canadians have entered the game i'm not so sure about (laughs) that but i think it does so uh yeah it it, the canadians might enter the game there's an exciting entering of the game in a little second you'll 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 get really excited
0: by. oh really okay
1: yeah so Japan <laughs> so Japan are going to go with a thing called SLIM. This is another good acronym. The Smart Lander for Investigating Moon. <laughs> SLIM. That's good. SLIM. And and it's got it, hopefully it won't go to the dark side and become slim shady.
0: <laughs> Matty Russell. <laughs>
1: joke of the week. Uh, space joke <laughs> of the week. So that's going to take some, you know, scientific instruments and stuff. So that's an exciting one to look for. Slim yep. again in the yep. in the final part of the year.
0: So cuz it, it could tra- uh, travel at high velocity, it's slim fast.
1: Yeah. Now, here's a big <laughs> one. And we did talk about this at the time. I believe on podcast 155, yeah. we mentioned this when it got the contract. And this is Astrobotic Technology wow. Mission 1. Mission 1. Wow. And it's that that's going to Apparently, fly at the very end of 2022 on a Vulcan. I find that hard to believe. Hmm. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like totally convinced by this one. But when this one happens, which it will happen, is just, it's, I don't, it's just if, if it squeaks into 2022, I'll be, I'll be chuffed. So this is the Peregrinlander, and it's yes. going to be carrying a very big rover called Andy.
0: <laughs> it's not even an acronym.
1: No, and Unity, uh, uh, a couple of rovers. Um, and then, you know, it will, it will carry these Spacebit rovers as well. Now, the Spacebit rovers, Spacebit Mission 1, of course, hmm. is what country?
0: United Kingdom has entered the
1: game. So, yeah, we, <laughs> United Kingdom may enter the game this year in terms of what? going to the moon. That's yeah, the, amazing. I, 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 have you seen that in the press at all? I haven't. No, no, I haven't really. So it's not something that that's like in the national conscious. It's not. It's not there yet, is it? No. So I. So it should be quite exciting if if and when that happens. Mexico also enters the game. Enters the game because they're going to get a ride sh- share as well with a little micro rover being yeah. carried on that. So that loads of different companies, uh, loads of different countries having little bits carried on the Peregrine Lander as yeah. uh, p- part of this astrobotic. And again, that's part of NASA's CLIPS program as well. And right at the end of the year, Ariane 6 yep. may be taking the German lunar lander called Alina nice to the name. moon. And there'll be a few um, CubeSats on that mission as well. Um, and some rovers, so that should be pretty cool as well. And and one of the one of the things that it wants to do is land very near the Apollo seventeen landing site.
0: Oh, to so just have a little look.
1: And uh, yeah, to have a little look and film the lunar roving vehicle that was left by Eugene Cernan wow. and Schmidt as they drove around on the lunar surface. So they they want to land near there and part of their mission is to preserve all these soviet and american landing sites as world heritage sites oh, although they
0: should Moon they heritage. should
1: really be called co- yeah they should really be called off-world heritage shouldn't they
0: off-world heritage sites that's really good cuz you've seen like it is getting so busy that yeah that needs to be you know respected and needs to be yeah preserved so that's that's probably my favorite mission out of them all and that's really yeah great.
1: and and the company that looks after all that is a company called For All Moonkind. Nice.
0: <laughs> for All Moonkind. Ah, for All
1: Moonkind.
0: That's so good. They must have been made up when they came up with that.
1: Absolutely. So Spacebit of course might might go up on might go up before by the way. Yeah. On um uh so so UK may enter the game earlier than expected. On one of those Nova Sea landers by Intuitive Machines. Fantastic! Who knows? I count
0: uh, 15 missions there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot, isn't there? There's a lot of missions going on. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Absolutely. But it's pretty pretty goddamn exciting, isn't it? It's the year of the moon. It is going to be the Year of the Moon. So how many of those do you think will go? How many of those missions do you think will end up going, do you think? 70%, I'm going for. 70%. Is that a bit high? Hmm. I don't know. Do you know what? I absolutely don't know. No. I actually don't know. And, of course, let's not forget, next year we might see the Dear Moon Project. Oh, yes. Where Starship flies crazy, uh japanese men around the moon now i give that a three percent chance i don't think starship's going to be anywhere near ready for taking people around the moon in 2023 I, I'm, 2020, I'm, I'm
0: agreeing with you on that one
1: i think 2025 might be um might be doable
0: yeah i thought mate, i thought i i thought around 2024 but now it's 2022 and you're like Ah, oh, 2024 is 2 years away. <laughs> not... mm. So yeah, I I, I would give it I'll give it 25 as well. And
1: then of course, we might be having some really exciting ones. So 2024, 2025, we're talking things like Starship going to the moon, yeah. Artemis 2 doing a uh, carrying doing an Apollo 8 basically, and Artemis 3 doing an Apollo 11, but this time taking the first woman to the moon. Yes. Yes, Queen. China, of course, might try nipping in. Who knows? They're keeping their manned lunar missions to themselves.
0: They are, aren't they? Very, very secretive about all that. But yeah, it would be a bit boss if it was a bit like the for all mankind episode where it's just like we don't know until they're there. And like
1: yeah, until it's there. <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then of course
1: the the Russians think that they're going in 2029 with a crude lunar flyby a bit doing an apollo 8 do you think do you think they will
0: i, I wish them all know. the best Matt. but it's not being great for them <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there we
1: go so good luck to everyone attention yeah. to go to the moon to the moon this year it's got it's a very exciting moon year
0: it is absolutely brilliant
1: i guess it's because it's i guess it's because it's not a mars year i guess no one's going to mars this year so everyone's concentrating on the moon again yeah yeah well it deserves it so, out of all of those, I think my favourite moon mission of all time is Apollo Eleven. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs>
0: um, Apollo Eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's 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 that's going to be a hard one to beat, isn't it? Really? It
0: really is. I don't think they're ever going to really oh. top that, unless you know, the, you know, like you know, like to sort of at the first ascent of Everest, and then the like there was the first ascent without oxygen. So maybe like. Yeah. The only way they're going to impress us is if they do like the first, uh, the first trip to the moon without a spaceship, <laughs> <laughs> the first human-powered flight. He you know, like pedals, a pedal-powered uh, rocket. Then I'll be impressed.
1: Maybe the first genetically modified human that can live on the moon without a spacesuit.
0: Cool, Robo Man. Robo Man. <laughs> Robo Man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Robo-Man. If any of you in this podcast would like to draw (laughs) Robo-Man for us, that would be amazing. uh, Yes.
1: If anyone wants to send in their best drawing of (laughs) uh, Robo-Man, there's an Interplanetary Podcast mug for you.
0: Oh, yes. Brilliant. I'm going to do one. Absolutely. Give me your name. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you can have a mug anyway. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Matthew.
1: I'm gonna to have to go. We let's keep this. Let's keep. Let's not keep the cuts hanging on on our drivel.
0: Yeah, that's a good let's, point. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's,
1: let's let's wish them a good week. Yeah. Bye
0: bye cuts. Bye spotcats. Bye baseball Bye baseball Bye